The following podcast is intended for general information and entertainment purposes only. It should not be substituted for professional medical or psychological advice. Before beginning or changing a treatment plan, please consult your local healthcare professional. To another episode of Biopsychosocial. I am Jordan. I'm going to remember that I'm a nurse this time. And I am Kayla. And I am on strike with SAG AFTRA. Oh, God. Yeah, me too. Just kidding. I'm not an actor. <laughs> and, but we're on strike. Do not ask us to be in movies because we, we are not scabs. Also, don't, don't ask us to elaborate any further about being on strike. No, but, but we do love the speech that Fran Drescher made. Yes, we need a general strike, though. I'm surprised she didn't rally everybody, because, like, SAG-AFTRA's on strike. The What is it? WGA, the Writers' Union, is mm-hmm. on strike. Uh, UPS is about to go on strike. Yes. there's. I think there's a few other ones, too. Um, it's like, we might as well just all... Various nurses have gone on strike um, in hospitals. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Because they're... They no. have to. Always. Yeah, they're not getting treated fairly or paid enough. Um we are not striking from our podcast, don't we? No, no. Um, we actually don't make any money, so <laughs> so striking would be ridiculous. What would be our demands anyway? Like, listen to our podcast, or we're not going to make it. <laughs> yes, these are our demands. Who would make them at each? Who would be making them at each other? Yeah, yeah. yeah I but- demand more airtime and less Jordan time. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no, that's not true. Huge fan of attention. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. So much. Do you you know when people say like I don't like being the center of attention? Yeah. Or like people say they don't like getting pictures taken of them? Yeah. Do you ever feel weird because you're like, oh, I kind of love that? I go back and forth between loving it though, because I feel like my natural Leo tendency means that I like attention, but yeah. then my social anxiety doesn't like attention. So Right, but in the in the core of it all. Yeah. I'm like, I really do like attention. I though. do. Two when I really four like four year old women, woman almost, and I still liked being the center. There's sometimes. nothing wrong with that. Being the main character, well, you should be the main character of your own story. Yeah, but not everybody else. Is. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like um, last weekend when it was hotter than Satan's ass crack, and I was on the floor of my bedroom drinking a tequila and soda and texting you while I watched Titanic. Mm-hmm. And I said, "What in the fire sign made Rose dangle herself off the back of the yeah. ship?" And you said. Drama. Drama. Theatrics. Theatrics. Absolutely. Dramatics, I think. Yes. (laughs) Because that's what I did last weekend because it was too hot to do anything else. (laughs) It's been hot as balls in Connecticut. It has. For the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And I get annoyed because I don't... Heat is not as bad to me as humidity. I am heat intolerant. I am humidity intolerant. I sweat really easily. And I don't want to eat. I don't want to do anything. I'm cranky. I I do too. And I just want salads. I just want something to crunch on. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Which is why I'm happy you brought cucumbers from your garden. Yes. I have to have. I was going to snack on a cucumber before I left, but I didn't. But yeah, I I can deal with heat. Like I used to work outside in the heat, but when it's humid Mm -hmm. and you feel A, like you're walking through water yeah and b 
like your your entire body isn't drenched in sweat that can't evaporate can't. off of your body for like an entire day. It's disgusting. I I can't handle it. Yeah, so that's been that's been our baseline for a while now, but I do recommend watching Titanic on the floor of your bedroom because it's cooler on the yeah, floor. Why not? Um yes. And the tequila was pretty good, too. I can't lie about that. So we're here for our continuing adventure with uh, Natalia Grace, the curious case of Natalia Grace. Yes, um, which has been a very popular topic in True Crime. It has. Lately. It has. Speaking of, let's uh, just really quickly, a couple of updates in the true crime world. I don't know if you knew about this. I probably so don't. I'm just going to speak on this. They caught the alleged Long Island serial killer. I think you told me about this. That's how I've been updated on this. And... About, I think at the end of June, they caught the Delphi murderer, the alleged Delphi murderer. Mm. He hasn't been charged or convicted yet. Um, that guy that, you know, those two little girls in Delphi, don't know what state. They were, like, hi- hiking? Not really hiking, but they were, like, walking in the woods along a railroad track. Mm-hmm. I think they were 12 or 13. And they were posting uh, photos to their Snapchat story. And one of them, they the girls were very smart, and there was this man behind them, and they got video of him that they posted on that Snapchat. And uh, you can see him in the video, and he says, go downhill, so you can hear his voice, too. Oh. This happened in 2017. Wow. So they took quite a while to find him. but And they were very, like, they wouldn't release a lot of information about it. So they had to know quite a bit yeah. that they weren't giving the public. Sure. But they found him, and he's in jail. Good awaiting place. trial in January, I think. Good place for him. Good place for him. We left off. We did the first three episodes. We basically reviewed the first three episodes of the HBO Max series, The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. So today will be the last three episodes, starting with episode four, which is victim or villain. Right, which I think was the, the question surrounding this entire case prior to the documentary, anyways. Right, so was she a child? Was she an adult? Was she, you know, was this a real-life version of the horror movie Orphans? That was the question. So when we last left, uh, Natalia's lease did not get renewed from the place that she was living previously, the apartment complex that she was living, which seemed like... Like a working class neighborhood, but but safe, relatively safe, because she had been pretty intrusive to her neighbors. Right. They moved. They moved her into the second or third floor. I know it's in my notes somewhere, but I can't remember. I think it. I want to say it was at. It was at least the second floor. The the point being, not the first floor of an apartment. And she was a little person. Is a little person. Is a little person. Yes. So climbing up a flight of stairs was mm-hmm. not really a great thing for her. Correct. And the new apartment was in in a shit area. Her parents said it was a college town. Um, it was close to a bus stop, a suicide prevention center, a Salvation Army, an EBT accepting grocery store. They were like, oh, they have all the resources for her. I can't imagine my parents dropping me off and be li- being like, like listing those things off and be like, okay, Kayla has everything. It's a good place to be. No, you usually, you usually see a lot of resources in lower socioeconomic areas right because they need because they need it yes and also in urban areas Um, although my my mother would be like on that website that tells you like where all of the criminals are mm -hmm. relative to you to see if if it was safe um but we've we've really garnered they don't give a shit about her no no we've garnered that uh her new neighbor is a cat lady and also my queen myra 
Oh, it's a second floor walk up, um, and it takes 16 steps to get into an apartment. I and don't even want that. I have stairs in my apartment, and I don't even want to go up them most of the time. No, and she, she ba- the way her gait is very interrupted, too. So mm-hmm. not only is she a little person, she does have some mobility issues and some gait issues. So if she were at a facility, if she were um, getting some sort of home care services, they would that's like one of the things that they look at. They look at how many steps do you have to get yes. into your house? Mm-hmm. Do you have accessible devices? And that whole house was not set up for a little person. No. She didn't have adaptive equipment. She didn't have assistive devices, which I don't know. Well, I do know why, because they're shit. Why didn't they have that equipment in place for her? Mm-hmm. Which they should have. They should have had her in occupational therapy. She should have been right. in physical therapy. Yeah. All those things should have happened because... They have the resources. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so 16 steps. There was um, a lot of crime in the area. And her neighbor pointed out, someone could pick her up. Someone could physically, yeah, she's small. Exactly. Somebody could lift her off the ground and take her wherever the hell they wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, she was a big, she was a big target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone could pick her up, steal. Like, if someone wanted, she had a bag on her or something, someone could pick her up and take yeah. it off of her. Yeah. And, and, and she was very vulnerable and hurt her. Yeah. I think this is probably a good time to mention that a listener of ours who's also a friend. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a lot of overlap there. I don't want to call them out because I don't know if they would appreciate that, but um, asked us to mention that uh, women with disabilities are at a much higher risk of being victims of abuse mm. than uh, able bodied women. Absolutely. Um, as well as. She had brought up that um, this family seems to hinge on exploiting children with their children with disabilities, right? Because they, their son Jacob, who's autistic and Mm -hmm. got into college at fourteen, they wrote a book about him. They went on a tour, yeah, yeah, a Canadian tour. And so our friend was like, "Hmm, did they adopt this kid as like a, a cash cow?" Well, they took, listen, how many pictures of her yes. were in front of the American flag? Exactly. Um, which I thought was a really good point that I didn't really think of yeah. before. Yeah, that is a really, yeah, that is a really good point and really true. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like those families that have the vlog. Yeah, yeah like the, we've the talked family, about it last time. Family vloggers. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, family vloggers. So, um, so a young girl with disabilities from Ukraine it, it checks off all the boxes. Yes. And then, you know, they realized they had to, you know, parent. Yeah, just a- abuse, exploitation, or yeah. attempted exploitation, I guess. Attempted. They didn't really get that far. No, they didn't get to exploit her, so they just neglected her instead. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a sex offender lived in the area. Cute. Cute. Eddie. Good. No offense oh. to anyone named Eddie, but I feel like they're always named Eddie. It's a poison name. Um, and his crime um, was, I of course, of course, I googled Eddie. And... Uh, he the type he was um a grandparent figure in his victim's life. So it was um yeah. yeah. Yeah, great. Again, they wiped out all of her contacts when she moved into the terrible neighborhood. So mm-hmm. they cut her off from all of her resources. Which is frightening. That is really frightening. That's like one of the scariest things. And then they found out that uh, so one of her neighbors mm-hmm. saw that she was by herself mm-hmm. and said, Okay, you're coming to live with me. Yes. Yeah, she was uh, Cynthia. She was working class, didn't have a hell of a lot, but she's like, all right, I don't, I, you know, you can have half of nothing. You can have whatever I've got, you've got, and let's get you, 
let's get you safe. And at least you're not going to be in this world alone. And she had a family. She had a couple of kids that she's taking care of. And she was describing how, like, this is not a safe neighborhood. No. She was like, I go to the grocery store and I'm packing. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. And I'm not willing to take that risk. Mm -hmm. And then... Mike and Kristen. I always forget her name. Kristen. 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 Yeah. Mike and Kristen had the balls to call protective services because Natalia was staying with this woman and they found her and they found out that she was taking her to the store and having her send the EBT, you know, having her spend her. God forbid. God forbid. Of course, she's spending her EBT. My the girl needs to the girl needs to eat. And Cynthia took um, Natalia's EBT and Social Security. Because I think because she moved in with her, so it would fall under her benefits. And it sounds like she was utilizing it for Natalia mm-hmm. and giving her a safe place to be. I mean, even if um, not necessarily that I think that that person, person should be in charge of those funds. But like if I lived with someone else, I would want to contribute to the household. Right. So that maybe in a situation like that, using benefits. Or we could be also working on the fact that she's a minor or thereabouts definitely emotionally not mature enough to be in charge of her own money i mean if i was what 15 years old and you dropped me off at a grocery store with a card loaded with money to spend on myself i would not be buying like healthy Fruits and vegetables no. i would be like mm, here's some donuts and uh, potato chips and stuff like that well of course you would yeah I would do that now. Um, <laughs> but but really, uh, Mike and Kristen doth protest too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wrote that in my note because I just thought it, it just framed it really well. Jordan really said, shut the fuck up. We're tired of listening to you. You doth protest too. No, I made too much of a big, they made too big of a deal about her going to live with somebody else. Muchado. Much ado about nothing. Mm. Muchado about nothing. Muchado about nothing. So... To no surprise, Mike and Kristen get divorced because you can't build a marriage on lies and exploiting children. Yep. And Mike flipped like a goddamn flapjack. Yeah, he sold her ass directly down the river. And he just started singing like a canary. Yes, he said, Kristen said, Lafayette is a white trash town and that's where we're going to put her. And then he started, then there was a lot of revenge porn. That was weird. That was so weird. They didn't need to... I'm not saying either of these people are good people. I'm saying these are some shit people. But I'm also saying it didn't bring the story forward. So Kristen apparently sent some nudies to Mike and to various other gentlemen, I believe. And they showed him. Yeah, they showed him in the documentary. They didn't... uh, didn't, uh, How is that? Why? It was censored. Obviously, we didn't see anything that we. Well, they showed her like broad. See against our will. (sighs) Everything I know about these people is against my will. But how does that not fall under like revenge porn? I mean, I guess you have to. It does share it. Depends on where you share it or who you share it with. Maybe they shared it with fucking everybody. It was on HBO Max. Um, I would sue. It's not necessary. Like it wasn't necessary. It didn't drive the story forward. It well, wasn't. Yeah. The intent was to impact perception of her character. Yes, I didn't need that. I knew she was a shitty person beforehand, as is her ex husband. Right, but if we just based it off of what we already knew, mm-hmm. her and Michael are on the same level. Right. So he had to put her below him. Right, and he was the only one degree that be in the documentary. Right. They're really both in the eighth circle of hell. Yes. Oh, speaking of that, Michael admitted to thinking that she was a minor when they kicked her out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So rightfully so, he was arrested for child neglect, as he should have been. 
He said too much. Here's the thing about, here's what I know about white folks when they get arrested, middle-class white folk. They, they're stupid. They're bad at it. They talk too much. Mm-hmm. They talk they too much. They think they can talk their way out of it. Right. Varsity blue scandal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the college admission scandal. They incriminated themselves in five seconds because they're because they're dumb. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're dumb. They don't think they think they're above the law and they talk too much. You get arrested, don't say anything until your lawyer is present. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to. In the United States anyway. In the United States, yeah. In the fifth. Mike said I have a dead car in my driveway. I don't know why I even wrote that down, but I did. <laughs> I needed to know that it was important. Yeah. Just like uh, my niece uh left me a voice note this morning urgently. That she needed a picture of the bug I found yesterday. <laughs> As you do. Um, vibe. Oh, please. I sent you a text message like an hour earlier just saying Amy Sedaris is underrated. Well, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So Michael is just crying the blues in this, like saying how sad and miserable is. Oh, that's why. Yeah. He was talking about how sad and miserable his life is. You know, his younger two children don't have any contact with him. I wouldn't either. I am no contact with him, even though he doesn't know no. that. Um we're in, we're no contact with and Chris and Kristen. Yes, we are no contact. And then he just started talking about how horribly Kristen abused Natalia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Made her stand in a corner for hours and hours on end until she would soil herself. Like I realize there are some circumstances where you know if you're an abused partner, maybe you don't feel like you can do anything. You know what? I don't fuck it because if <laughs> if someone is abusing a child in front of me, I would risk life and limb. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. You can beat on me. You're not going to hurt this kid. So if he's admitting to witnessing that, well, why didn't he do anything about it? You're still incriminating yourself. Exactly. He could still, and he could have, he could have easily physically overpowered her. Mm-hmm. Easily. Yeah. He's a fairly big guy. Right. And she was, and she was pretty small. Not only a child, your child. Right. The child that you are in charge of. Which, yeah. I mean, you know. That's your job as a parent. I think it's our job as adults to. Yeah, it's our job as adults to protect children. Keep children children safe, yeah. Absolutely. It's all of our jobs. Yep. We're aunties to the world. Kristen beat Natalia pretty brutally. He said he tried to film her. Mm. Why would you film something? And and, oh, you can film everything else in her life, but you can't for some reason get a video of that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He didn't want to. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. Uh, and then the whole popcorn thing and then the whole popcorn vignette was really weird (laughs) there was so after he said and i tried to get you know i tried to get footage of natalia being beaten but i just couldn't get it i just like to think about the family movie nights that we used to have like anyway here's my popcorn maker he wheels out the popcorn machine and then does like and then jake just comes through being the neuro spicy king that he is and does yeah, he starts, like, crying, and Jacob is like, uh, okay. And, and they're there. They're there. Yes. Uh, they're there. It's it's okay. So he was, you know, this guy does, this guy's just out here doing the most. He's just way too theatrical to not be hiding something. Okay, and that brings us to part five, Barnett versus Barnett. Oh, my God, that's my next note. Mike out here doing the most. He's out here doing the most. I love when I'm so fascinated by the dynamic between Michael and Jacob because he, Michael, obviously wants the dramatics, demand attention, (laughs) demand reactivity, and Jacob is literally not reacting. Right, completely flat. Yeah, so he, he, you know, Michael makes these big spectacles, and Jacob is just kind of like, okay. (laughs) Which, by the way, 
is how you should react to a person who is dramatic in a manipulative way. You're like, Plain white rice. Just do not react. Give them nothing. Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting that they have a, they're close, I guess, um, when that's the dynamic between. Yeah, or there's a level of codependency there. Yes, definitely. And I don't know what Jake's situation is. He might need Michael for a roof over his head. So he's got to deal with dramatic daddy to have free room and board. And Mike is willing to do that because then he has a captive audience. True. Yeah. Original, and then and then there was some there was some verbiage about the boys abusing her about the bro- about her brothers beating up oh, on her right, yeah right. and he said Jake was told to um, urinate on her bed yes and I think he said that too yes he said he was told he said he felt like this is a quote he felt like a Nazi following orders he felt awful he felt a lot of shame about it yeah, I, mean, I would be yeah, it was to, to do, do as a kid especially if you've watched your parents beat on another child yeah. How do you know that you're not the next one? Right, exactly. Right. And if your caretaker is saying, Mm -hmm. go urinate on her bed. There's a a power differential. Yeah, there's a power dynamic. Yeah, there's a huge power imbalance there. Um, Yep. Then there was more revenge porn. And, oh, this is interesting. So the whole re-aging thing came up again, where she was re-aged by, like, the judge basically saying, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Um, and in the state of Indiana, apparently you are responsible for your child till they turn 21. So he was like, well, 22. Basically, yeah. Which he won't, but that judge should face some consequences. He should, yeah. So the detective went to Ukraine to try to find out what Natalia's real age was. Legally, she is 33. Legally, she's our age. There's no way. There is no way. And biologically, according to her mother... She was born in 2003. And she she ascribes to that, too. Natalia does. Yes. She said, legally, I am 33, but biologically, biologically it would be 20. Yeah, be 20. 20 right now. And that makes that makes more sense. And her her mom had to place her due to her disability and her mom had limited resources. And then, you know, of course, Michael's like, I don't think that's her mother. Oh, yeah. And, and they do a, D- a DNA test. And he poo-poos it. I wrote poo-poo. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh no, DNA shmeme. <laughs> it's it comes back because when when it's a match, there's like a one in one million chance that this is not. They freaking look alike. They look yeah. alike. And he was like, no. Ugh. So the judge is still. So the abuse trial is going on, and they throw Michael the biggest bone they possibly could by saying the age reaging is not a factor. Mm-hmm. So he is chairman and CEO of the fucking Lucky Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they cannot, during the trial, they cannot mention her age. Right. Full stop. Right. Yeah, and that's when they bring up the part of the growth plates, but they already talked about that, that her growth plates were opened in 2000, that were, they were open in 2010, which is on the end of the bone, basically, to kind of like a hinge to give your bones room to grow. Yeah, they, they're they they're around to your mid-teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 2010, 1989, so she would have been, if she was born in 1989, she would have been 21. There's no way her growth plates would have been open. They would have been way closed. I said, I broke mine. Mine were open at 13. And they were, and they had to, because I were, I was going to need them for another couple of years. The try. All right. So in the last. Conclusion. Yeah, yeah. So punch or be punched. <laughs> the trial of Michael. Yes. Also, Michael has a girlfriend. How? 
Because someone needs that dynamic, right? He needed a caregiver. She needed someone to take care of, I think. Exactly. Right. There's somebody for everybody. Oh, he also said that he's a thrower when he gets mad. Which is, what? Why would you admit that? That's frightening. Exactly. You really shouldn't be a thrower. And his attorney and entire legal team were, you could tell, so fucking tired of him. They were so (laughs) exhausted. They were openly drinking. They were openly drinking because they just could not with this man. Mm -hmm. They could not with this man. Yes. They were like, they were like, you could see the interns just cracking beers. They were just exhausted. Oh, we're going to talk about Freddie Gill. Oh, yeah. The little person living in squalor. No offense, Freddie, um, if you're listening. Apparently, Kristen came on to him. Yeah. Well, she was, she like reached out to him to hook him up with Natalia. Yes. Which was gross. And I think he was like, this is This a is child. gross. What do you say? I paid for sex before in my life, but never a kid. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, Freddie. Which, you want to pay for sex with an adult? Fine. Go off. That's your thing. Go off. As long as everyone's sober and consenting and willing and all and safe. What is it? Safe, sober. Safe, sane, and consenting. Safe, sane, and consenting. Go off. You can't consent if you're a minor. Just saying. Kristen had a bunch of affairs. Also, Michael's lawyer was kind of a douche. Well, I mean, that's that's baseline, though. Yes, baseline. (laughs) Sorry, lawyers. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like they're like, yeah, we are. (laughs) Yeah, have to be if you're a lawyer. You do. That's not a gig I would want. No, I wouldn't be able to do it. No, because someone would argue with me in court, and they'd be like, "Why didn't you eat me?" Or you'd be like, first of all, fuck you. Second of all, (laughs) fuck you. I'm a thrower." Your Honor, give me that gavel. <laughs> Your Honor, I'm a thrower. Oh, my God. And they had to have Natalia testify. Yes. I yeah. felt bad about that. And apparently, Michael and Natalia had some moment across the courtroom per Michael. What did he say? I'm sorry, this is hard. And she was like, literally, fuck you. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I know. I got thrown out of a house when I was 12. <laughs> I know. I got an apartment when I was 12, yeah. you asshole. You yelled at me for having donuts, asshole. Yet you wiped my phone a thousand times. So she testified, yeah, the white trash town comment was nailed home because that's the town they were having the trial in. And the verdict comes back, not guilty. But did you notice... When the verdict came back, they obviously didn't have cameras in the courtroom. When he came out, the, the fucking I couldn't the tell. I couldn't tell what happened. Me neither. I'm the like, is he guilty or is he not guilty? That's what I mean by the legal team, though, because he's like sitting in the car with not the lead lawyer. I don't know what it's called. Lawyer Junior. I don't. He know. was with the lawyer Junior, and he, Michael. Michael was weeping, he, and my, the lawyer in the car with him was just kind of like looking out the other window like pretending it was <laughs> again with this guy because yeah. i'm sure this was like breakdown number 10 that day right they're just yep um so this is wendy's <laughs> this is, you weren't supposed to get <laughs> we have another car for you <laughs> This isn't for you. Michael, Michael, we called an Uber for you. Can you please get out? We're going to lunch. <laughs> Invited. <laughs> um, they probably- She's cracking herself up. I am. I 
am. I'm stone cold. I know, and I'm stone cold sober too. By the way, this was um, a Dunkin' refresher, unless you put a Mickey in it. No, Um, I'm just picturing them like rolling up to like a like a McDonald's or a Wendy's and be like, "This is where we're having our post courtroom lunch." And then, all right, Michael, we're just gonna we're gonna drive home. Here's your Uber, and then they go out to a real fancy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and then they they talk to a juror. I love when they talk to jurors because mm-hmm. they are just like salt of the earth people Yeah, out here trying to do the most. And they're like, yeah, he got lucky. Yeah. Michael got lucky. I think she said that they all, they were like, Ugh, we I, have to go with not guilty. Yeah. We're like, I can't believe we have to let this asshole off. <laughs> yeah. Because they didn't, prosecution did not provide the evidence required. Right. Same with Casey Anthony. Basically. Yes. Everybody knew that bitch was guilty. So the jury, they're like, we knew we had to. They like, they couldn't get any further. Um, and now Michael is going to testify against Kristen. I think she's going to rot. Mm. I thought that she was found not guilty too. I don't know. I don't think it was. I thought both of them got off because it ended with a Freddie Gill cliffhanger. What was the Freddie Gill cliffhanger? I don't know. I just wrote Freddie Gill cliffhanger, and that was my last note. What do you need to know about him that you didn't find? Out? No, he went done. Like he like gave one of those like tags like dun 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 Kristen Bennett that's not her wait is that her name I don't know Maybe you don't know you just I put her in K I, I don't know how it's spelled I put I put, just put Natalia next to it yeah I didn't spell out her name Kristen could be spelled so many ways true who are Natalia Grace's adoptive parents oh of course she does like the way up camera angle oh that poor thing I don't care about this can you please just tell me if she was found guilty Barnett. Christine. Barnett, not Bennett. I <laughs> <laughs> completely wrong. Oh, verdict. Just, yeah, verdict. Down. Good. Timeline. Oh, thank you, Yahoo. Research we should have done prior to this. But well, we, we probably did it a long time ago. They were charged with neglect of a dependent. As neglect. they should. Okay. Michael got him charged and he was crying outside of Wendy's. His charges were dropped in February of 2022. Yeah. Oh, her charge. Kristen. Oh, okay. Christine. Christine Barnett's charges are dropped in March of 2023. Christine had been scheduled to go to trial in 2023 with Michael Sapino to testify against his ex-wife. However, the court ruled to have any charges based on Natalia's age dismissed. The remaining counts of neglect of a dependent were also dismissed due to insufficient evidence. Well, that's bullshit. Um, but this wouldn't count toward double jeopardy because she wasn't tried for it. So if they want to try again. They- yeah, if they want to try again, they could. Yeah. I know. We all hate them. It's the same as um, Casey. Anthony. I was going like, to say, it's, just, it's, she's guilty in the court like of public the, opinion. Yeah. And O.J. Simpson, guilty in the court of public opinion. Sure about that. <laughs> I think some people have mixed feelings. About well, some that. people have mixed feelings about all of these people. I am sure there's some team whatevers, but guilty in the court of, uh, guilty in the court of public opinion. Absolutely. For the most part. And it shows. So uh, these people are dicks, man. These people are assholes. They are. Mm-hmm. Shall we do a chat GPT question? Yeah, we should. You guys should send us some questions. Send us questions. Send us questions. Uh, Oops. This is like another case where like nobody wins. Yeah. No justice. No justice. Yeah. No justice. And no yeah, justice. Yeah, no peace. No justice. <laughs> Get out of my head. Natalia had to go through more trauma than she should have. There's <sighs> all of these things that I can use. Chat GPT, Dolly. API into my business in my app. I don't have an app. There's a business. We can create some realistic images and art. 
Oh, why do I just think of the scene in Tommy Boy? Because I'm covering my eyes. Can I open my eyes now? I didn't tell you had to close them. Jordan, if you were a criminal mastermind, what if. hilarious alias would you choose? And what outrageous crime would you? Um, The alias that I would use. Uh, <laughs> oh, the outrageous crime. I, I got to think of the name. But the outrageous crime would be that I would just glue everything in like a public building to the ceiling. <laughs> It would not, I'd be such a terrible criminal. Yeah. It would be like harmless shenanigans. Yeah. I would, oh, no, I would uh, rearrange everybody's keyboards. And so every time they write the, it would be ass. <laughs> <laughs> and my name would be the Googler. The Googler. The Googler. La Tickla. The Googler. The Googler. What about you? Uh, my name would be, I just thought of this, the Dork Knight. <laughs> <laughs> And I would. I don't know, my friend, this is not criminal, I don't think. Oh, maybe it's considered vandalism, but like, oh, I'm admitting to a crime. My friend Dave and I used to put googly eyes on all, everything all around our campus. I mean, you can take them right off, like super glued or anything, but we would put them on like either side of a garbage. Oh, that's With fun. a hole in the middle or like on the bathroom signs with the people on them, you know, so we, that, something like that. No, then you should be the Googler. Oh, the Googlier. The googlier. The googlier and the googler. Yeah. Or I could be the dork knight. I don't know. <laughs> All, right. All right. What else? <laughs> Kayla, if you were investigating a comically absurd crime, what quirky detective skill would you employ to crack the case? Quirky detective skill? Yeah. I can. Uh, oh, yes, I do, actually. Um, I would be able to find out what everybody's favorite flavor of slush puppy was, so I could find out who was at the crime scene by the garbage they left behind. I would... And the absurd crime would be they were spilling slushies all over the place. I would find and connect with their ex-girlfriends and be like, what would you like to incriminate this person for? <laughs> That's not quirky. That's just useful. <laughs> no, there's just a market for that. <laughs> <laughs> I would investigate their meme folder oh. to determine why they committed the crime. <laughs> Which of <laughs> putting Google eyes on everything? <laughs> well, aren't you quirky? <laughs> quirky. This is quirky. Oh my god! Speaking of quirky people that I hate, Grimes was recently on a. You know who Grimes is? I, w- I was thinking Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead, but Grimes. And no, you. Whenever I think of her, I think of Grimace. <laughs> Grimness. She was she was dating Elon Musk for a while. That's it. But she's yeah. a musician. And, she um, she bred some of his. Bre- yeah, she had two of his kids. Yeah, that's it. Gross. That's how um, I know who Grimes is. Poor kid. But um, she's very like I'm so quirky and eccentric kind of a person. I'm not like other girls. And yeah. she was on this podcast, and they were like, they had asked her if you could go back in time and be anybody for like a, a, a couple of hours throughout history, who would you be? And she was like, oh. Stalin or Hitler. Like, wow, you're so quirky and not at all fucking out of touch and weird and shitty. Like, th- what a shitty thing to say. Only if she said just because she would just give them massive amounts of x lax. <laughs> she did not. She was like, I want to understand evil. What? Okay, then go work for the FBI's you, behavioral science. You were sciences. married to evil. That tr- That's true. You fucked evil. She's like, I want to be inside the mind. I'm like, then... But then work for the FBI's behavioral sciences. You clearly don't because that relationship is over. Because you can also be on the outside of a person and understand evil to some degree. I mean, you're never we're never gonna understand why people do what they do exactly. No, but. no. No, because you're still yourself inside of them. Right. So that was just stupid. 
if she had said, because she would, you know, take massive amounts of X-lax so he would shit themselves instead of World War II and killing millions of people, mm. fine. Right. Ridiculous. The only reason you should ever embody Hitler is to be is to give him the shits. Yeah. I'm not like other girls. I'm not like other girls. I want to well, be Hitler. I like other girls better than you. Sorry. I like, uh, yes. You should be like other girls because they're great. Yes. Oh my gosh. This was a wonderful two-part episode. Yes, and no background noise. This is great. This was great. Um, where can you find us? Let, well, let's say, hey, what's up to our patrons? Okay. I think we know who they are. But I think we know who they are, but we want so. We would like to say thank you to Jay and Beth and Brian and Alexis and Jill. We love you. You guys are the shit. You guys are the shit. You can find us at BiopsychPod on the Instagram. You can find... Oh, and on Threads. We're and on, on threads. threads. Yes, we are on Threads. We are... I think you told me to make an account, but I said I was too hot. That was during my Titanic on the floor era. I feel um, lost interest in it, though, because not enough people are following me to give me the attention that I need. Yeah, so can you... Fo- can can everybody just get a thread and follow Kayla? Because she is a fire sign and would, would like the attention. Thank you. It, millions of people suffer every year from being a fire sign, not getting enough attention. Um, or being adjacent to <laughs> near a fire sign in their life. I love being near a fire sign um, because I'm an air sign and I'm chaotic. Um, so where are we at? Biopsych pod, biopsychosocial, and fuck Twitter. Yeah, no one's using Twitter anymore anyway. No. Twitter's no. dead. No, fuck Elon. All right, y'all. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bobbity boobity.